12 shredders, one track. Dude, when he did Jakey Lee, I was yeah. like, dang. He did Ying Lee too, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Here we go. Michelangelo Badio. Ying Bay does a lot of those, like, Neapolitan. Oh, yeah. Sweet dude. There we go. Yeah. I think he does Alexi, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. His, like, on, fingers even look like Alexi. I know, yeah, like, He should have put on, like, uh, nail polish. You didn't think I was going to do that, did you? I didn't. That was quite a surprise. We're back. We're back with another episode of Face Splitter, the world's most greatest metal, guitar, <laughs> comedy, love and romance podcast, right? I think that's what it actually says on Spotify. Yes. Yeah, I think it's more love and romance of anything. Those two come up. Yeah, I think it's what our hashtags are. Here's to, uh, I think this would be episode five. That sounds right. Yep. Yeah, right? absolutely. Mm-hmm. We didn't go to school for, you know, implied math or applied yeah. math. <laughs> Nothing related, actually. All right, so that we're, I'm looking at the Liquid Death Mango Chainsaw. Uh, Matt brings these little treats every time he comes over to record. Thank you for that. You got it, man. And um, this one's good. This one's great. I saw Liquid Death comes out with um, these, like, flasks. Have you seen those? No. They, I think, I think they make them. Like, Liquid Death makes these flasks, and one of which is in the shape of, like, a... Like a coffin. Hmm, okay. Which, I mean, if you put water in there, that's cool. I think it'd be cool if it was shaped like a bottle of water. <laughs> like a plastic bottle of water. <laughs> and it's like metal. Yeah. The, you can't carry that in your back pocket. No, that's true. Yeah, the flask is a little worse. But I mean, it's like, you would drink that water so fast. Yeah. <laughs> the the woman at the gas station where I bought these said that the liquid death donates half their proceeds to like extracting plastic from the ocean. All right. Well, I don't know if that's let's true. Let's buy this by the pallet, dude. I guess so, yeah. And then not put the pallet in the plastic in the ocean. Right, yeah. I do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's been a little bit since we got together and made some episodes. What's going on? Anything new? Um, Nothing crazy new. Planning a road trip next week, so I'm not going to see you for like 10 days. Oh, my gosh. Where are you going? Washington State. Oh, okay. A little yeah. PNW. Yeah. Where in? Where at? Forks. Oh, I don't even know where that is. It's uh on the up on the peninsula way. It's like the furthest western point of the United States, I believe, aside from Alaska. So oh wow! 48. Oh, of like continental United States. Yeah. You know, so I lived in Washington for what two and a half years, maybe yeah, three. I think so. Never once went. I'm sorry. Never once went to the. Is it called the Olympic Peninsula? Correct. Never once went. Really? Did you stay at whatever that um, army base is there? Yeah, I stayed there, and I stayed. I would just go. I would just shuffle myself in between Tacoma and Seattle, and watch each one of those cities deteriorate Ooh. before my eyes. Yeah, Yikes. <laughs> and I would drive on. I I probably spent half the time. So if I was yeah. there for two and a half years, I probably spent a full year of my time on I five in traffic. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Right. Saw that's, it all. 
That's really, really fun. And it was clear. I could see Mount Rainier and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I want to go check it out. I want to go check it out. And I, you know, never did. It's a cool state. It really <laughs> is. It's, it does have everything to offer, right? Yeah. Like it has everything. Yeah. Water, mountains. Um, you can, there's skiing nearby. It's got the beach, which you love. Well, <laughs> Hey, those are different beaches though, baby. Yeah. These beaches ain't got no sand. It's rocks and you know, hard work. Yeah. That's what, that's it what really, those beaches yeah. are. There's like logs everywhere <laughs> to get there and enjoy it. You're working, baby. Yeah. You're working. You're not out there trying to get tan or anything. I would be on those beaches, dude. I would be on those beaches in like a speedo, man. I would just be speeded out. And I would be ready for like the waves to come, which they would never come because of sound. But I'd be there with my paddleboard looking toy, dude, with an IPA in hand, my cabbie hat like this, dude. And then I realized I am a fucking loser. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Those are the years of like finding yourself, you know? Yeah. You know, you're like, I'm going to try a little bit of this, try a little bit of that. And it's like, Mm, yeah. had a date in like two years because you try to replicate what somebody else does like they look cool so you think you're gonna look cool doing it and well just... i think i tried to smash together like 10 different fucking images and it was like i ended up looking like an extra on happy gilmore in the back oh my god yeah yeah that's yeah. awesome you're friends with that guy yeah 100 percent. um yeah i mean the pacific northwest is kind of like our norway in a way you know it's like yeah got all the fog it's dark it's also another place that I never thought I would ever go being from Colorado. Yeah. I would I would see that on the map and be like, what the fuck is going on over there? Like, I know weird people like Kurt Cobain come out of there, but like, yeah. what what is even there? Where was he from? Astoria or something? I think he was from, it's, 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 uh, nope. He was from Aberdeen, right? That's right. Aberdeen, Aberdeen sounds right. I think it's Aberdeen, but Astoria is the Goonies and that's an organ. Yeah, that's and the border town, right? It is gloomy, dude. Yeah. Like you can't even drink. You can't even like drink yourself into happiness there. Like I was at Fort George <laughs> Brewery there, and oh, my man and I got done drinking. And we felt great, and we're like, yeah, I'm kind of bummed, dude. Usually, you're like you know, clicking your heels, walking out of the brewery, like, hey, sure, yeah. But it's like you realize that alcohol really is a depressant at right? that point. Yeah, you really am. That's what hits you, dude. Really the sun doesn't help you. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. It's it's an interesting place. I'm excited to go back. Yeah. No, definitely one of our favorite places to go. I have, I have a couple of friends that actually just moved out there. And, um, you know, I, I would I would, I would would move there. I would go yeah. back and live there. It's got the stuff that I like. Um, yeah. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. I did see a bunch of good shows there, too. I got to see the Black Dahlia roll, roll through. Guar, dude. It's my yeah. first time I saw Guar and just got completely destroyed. In, like In Seattle? Yeah, I think yeah. I saw him down at uh, I think I saw him at the Showbox. Is either the Showbox, which is right downtown, and then I think there's a lower downtown Showbox. I think I saw him in the downtown one, and it was a good okay. venue. It was yeah. good. I mean, because you come out and you're right on Pike Street, or at least right by it. Oh yeah, and right you just go to the market, and you know, Seattle can be like a third world country in a lot of places, so you yeah. just get some good sightseeing, and you know, there you go. Did you have a favorite coffee shop there? Yeah, I oh, yeah I did. Very um, you get only a select people can hear this, but because I don't want this place to become like you know blown up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this place 
known for selecting like the best of the beans. Ooh, okay. You know, they educate you on all the mucilage and stuff like that yep. and how to wash it off and, you know, all this. And then, I mean, their, their coffee is just like, and I mean, you can't, you literally cannot get this coffee anywhere. And it's in downtown. It started in downtown um, Seattle. Ooh, okay. Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get a bigger reaction out of you. Did you see that coming? I literally thought you were serious for a oh. second. <laughs> no, I did not think you were going to say that. <laughs> no, I fucking hate Starbucks, dude. Uh. <laughs> um, but to answer your question, no. Yeah. I mean, I went to a couple... <laughs> No, this is a good story, dude. This is a good story, okay? But just buckle up. Buckle up, dude. So I'm taking a friend. I think it was my roommate. I'm taking my roommate to the airport. He's going home, okay? This is coffee-related. And we get up early, you know, early flight. We He's like, I I want coffee. I'm like, yeah, I want coffee too, dude. I don't want, you know. So he's like, oh, there's a joint right off the road um, in, in Lakewood right here. Let's go check it out. Pull up. It's dark, dude. I, this place doesn't even have lights. Yeah. Okay. Pull up. Always a good sign. Pull up. And, you know, I already know what I want. You know, it's like a, what, a shot in the dark, red eye, something like that. Pull up. And it's a drive up drive up place, like a little shack. Look in. To slowly turn my head to the left. And then all of a sudden, this very young female pops out. With just pasties on her nipples, dude. Oh, I know exactly and what this is. she just comes out like, Hi, would yeah. you like some coffee from Ladybug Coffee? And uh, I'm sitting there okay. just like... And because for one, I wasn't expecting it. Two, I'm like, I don't even know if I can legally look at you. Yeah. And so... <laughs> I Oh, no, no. She, she opens it up. She opens it up and, and I go, Oh, God damn it. And then she's like, What, what, what? I go, Ah, oh, it's going to rain today. Ah. And so I'm literally ordering my coffee like this, like, yep, thanks, thanks, here you go, here you go, yep, bye-bye. And I'm like, looking at my buddy Andrew, I'm like, you just did that to me. Like, you yeah, just did that to me. He knew it. Just, just like, dude, that, if you, when you don't expect it, and you see just <laughs> pasties just yep. popping out, the only thing you can do is go, <laughs> that's it, dude. Uh, uh, and then, oh. It's yeah. an interesting concept, and I know it's popular up there. I'm not sure why. Well, because, dude, who goes to those places? Weirdos. Yeah, they're like, oh, I can't get my daily dose of wheat. Like, mm. It's like, yeah. So then you mistakenly go in there, and you're like, ah, oh, shh. Like, now I'm here. Now I'm yeah. here. <laughs> now I'm here. <laughs> Give me two shots while you're at it. Yeah. Like, you know the coffee's going to be awful, but it's horrible. Yeah. And it comes in a styrofoam cup. Yeah. And it's like, they spend, they're spend, spare no expense, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be so overpriced. What about you? You got you like a favorite coffee? Do you, so... This guy, he's, he's the king of being modest, did the Pacific Crest Trail from what, Mexico? Mexico to, to Canada. Canada. Yeah. Walked the whole thing. He knows a little bit about the West Coast. So answer your own question. Coffee area over there, what so, do you think? So during that time, interestingly enough, I did not drink any caffeine at all. I was not into coffee at all. So Were, I, you, were you into coffee before? Uh, yeah, like I drank it years ago and then just kind of stopped for like four years. Oh. And then... Um, Okay. Yeah, I felt kind of high and mighty because I was like, "Oh, I don't need that. Ooh. All you people do." And then yeah, now yeah. I love it. So now it's like not a purist in any way. Especially when you get up at like five in the morning to work out, you're like, "Where's the coffee?" I know. Dude? Feels so good. So yeah, I mean, I don't have any favorite ones yet, but that's kind of part of this road trip is finding all the good ones. Okay. And so, you are going with company? Yeah, I'm taking my girlfriend with. All right. So, Has she been? 
Really good. She, yeah. Well, how has she been to the? Has she been there? Oh, to, has she been the there? Um, she's been to like Seattle once. Okay, but you yeah. guys are gonna go to Forks. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna through like Bend and some other places too. Oh, so. dude. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about it. Bend is, Bend is Bend, man. Yeah. Bend is like, oh. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a really cool town. Deschutes River, all that. I mean, if you're into beer, all the beer. Yeah. Like, and then, but then also the cool thing about Bend is, like. Everything you want to do that's fun is five minutes away. You can like hunt ten minutes away. Yeah, you can go. You see Mount Bachelor. Mount Bachelor's right Boom. there. Boom. You ski. I think you can ski Mount Bachelor. I'm yeah. almost positive. Yep. So it's and got. It's just one of those great places. Yeah, and if you like the ocean, it's very, very much in close proximity. Hello, friends. I want to talk to you about Mayono microphones and audio equipment. Have you ever wondered how Matt and I sound so good despite just having two brain cells collectively? It's because we trust Mayono microphones for our podcast audio and recording needs. We sport two Mayono PD200X USB XLR microphones and BA90 suspension arms in studio. And guess what? You can have them too for super cheap. Right now, when you use the code FASE10 at Mayono.com, you will get 10% off the entire store. You heard me right. 10% off everything. This equipment is already a phenomenal value, and it just got even cheaper. Be sure to head over to Mayona.com and use the code FASE10 at checkout. Link in the show notes, everyone. All right, back to the show. Yeah, I like it there. And I, above all, I just really love the food there, so I'm excited to go mm. back and explore yeah. a little more of that. Ocean, yeah, yeah if you're in the ocean. I, I, if, if you ask me personally, you could concrete over the entire ocean, and I'd be happier. yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty cool to see someone try that. I mean, I'd be able to <laughs> finally, finally get over to Japan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It would take me a minute. You can't take an airplane. Can't so. take? No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. wait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically, I'm saying I'm broke and I just walk there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But um, so, dude, something something that um, I want to show you, dude. Mm. I'm proud of this uh, this generation, okay? I'm proud of this ge- generation because I saw a news story about a bunch of little kids that ended up getting into a circle pit right outside of GameStop. Oh, okay. So, like, let's check this out. Apparently... <laughs> it's a news article. Yeah, it's a news article, dude. It's newsworthy. Um, let's see. So, at a GameStop, kids circle pit to death outside Texas GameStop. A group of Texas children proved it's never too early to become a metalhead when they recently started a circle pit outside of a local GameStop, which is apparently the new Denny's, which I get that. It was Village Inn out here for me. Yeah. You know, Um, a gaggle of youngsters were in attendance. They spontaneously broke out into an adorable pre-K circle pit during this. (laughs) Oh, the band was playing out there. Okay. As far as circle pit goes, it was pretty tame. Okay. So A for effort, maybe? Yeah, I mean, start them young, right? Good indoctrination mm, yeah, process. Yeah, that's true. No hands were thrown, uh, and everyone seemed to s- stay vertical throughout the experience. <laughs> oh, there's video. Here we go. Oh, geez, these are r- like little kids. This is awesome. And they're straight up a grindcore in- band in yep. front of GameStop. Oh, I didn't even see someone just playing back yeah, there. Yeah, right okay. there, dude. I thought this was playing over <laughs> just a PA. Wow. Oh, dude, you know these guys are good because they stood in the same place the whole time. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> metal band, dude, yeah. when they don't fucking move. Yeah. And you're just sitting there. And then you see the whole crowd just kind of like this. Yeah. 
Yeah, they have to be. I mean, if they move around, they would not have the tactical prowess. As hey, you know, players. it takes. Yeah, you know, it it takes a level of skill to do the stuff we do. Okay, don't let anybody tell you that. To tell you different. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for showing me this. This is pretty funny. Yeah, you know, um, so it gives me happiness knowing that someone's parents are telling them what a circle pit is. Yeah. But I think they they also need some supplemental education. So I'm going to fly out there and give a give a um, master class. Does that sound good? <laughs> With these kids, yeah. you're just going to shut them down. Um, okay. You know, it's going to be a steep price. That'll be great. We can show that video on the next episode. Then, exactly. Yes. <laughs> See, now you're thinking. Now you're thinking. But anyways, cool. dude, let's take a question. Sounds good. And the question is, right? Um, we talked about it. Uh, what was it? I forget. No, nope, I got it. It was. What is your dream oh, metal yeah. festival? You get five bands because, well, a metal festival, you know, has probably, what, like, it has, like, over, like, 100 bands, and yeah. usually, like, 10 of them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I'm going to be there listening to them all, but the ones, the you get five. Five. Five, and I mean, you're up, dude. Are you ready? I Think go you can first. take this? Oh, boy. Okay. Go. All right, so, and I have to choose a headliner, too. And then four supports. Um, <clears throat> yes, let's okay. let's go that route. Mm-hmm. So headliner would be Gojira. Really? Yeah, I think like I've seen them probably ten times. I think they're one of the tightest sounding bands I've ever heard. Gojira. So All right. Them uh, supporting them would be between the Barry to me. So that's an all-time fave. Ooh, that would be, dude. You're already making a dream show. Yeah, <sighs> but between the Barry and me, can only play songs from Colors and the Great Misdirect. Big, right, yeah. So, and they're gonna play. Actually, they're gonna play both of those albums, um, front to back. So, so those two, and then so I got three more. Okay, so Meshuga for sure will okay. play. Um, and then and they'll co-support, so them and BT Bam. And then Tool will definitely be on the same lineup. Tool. Yeah. All right. Um, just to kind of give that, like, I don't know, sort of atmospheric experience as well. Yeah. Um, and, and hey, and for, like, a blast from the past, too, dude. Like, yeah. come on now. So then I got one more, huh? You got one more. I would say Knocked Loose. Really? Yeah, just so I can give them more exposure. Knocked you know? loose. Because they'd okay. be playing with these massive bands supporting them. Hmm. And they're kind of not really like the other ones. They're just like this hardcore band. I think they would just really get the energy going. You have way more of a mix than I than I <laughs> would have chosen. Mine, yeah. yeah. I think yours, this speaks volumes to like what you like, though. You're like, you are into exploring Getting, like getting out there, yeah, like being surprised. I am in a lane. So yeah, I, I mean, I try to get out, and you help me with that a lot. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes I'm like, dude, I just want X, Y, Z all day, every day. Yeah, but so, but yours, I think that's that's a phenomenal one. Thanks. Knock loose and <laughs> knock loose and tool. That that took me by surprise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like a lot of those bands are influenced by Tool pretty heavily but I wouldn't want it to be like a tool show because if it's that, then it's like all the tool fans, yeah. which are probably not going to love the other bands. Cause I feel, feel like, okay, Gojira's is headlining. It's okay. Like you're going to have some 
like hardcore fans probably. And well, Gojira is one of those bands that brings a lot of people together. Yeah, it it it, it they touch in a lot of the different corners of the metal community. Yeah, and they bring them together, and they're like rhythm rhythmically very technical in a way like in like the polyrhythmic stuff yeah but they're not it's not like crazy like math metal guitar stuff that's annoying all their stuff is very catchy like everything they write is like it just seems simple to play well i mean it might be more difficult than the way it sounds as is the case with recording anything but they are just like one of the best bands i've ever heard yeah and if you like heavy music it's probably one of your favorites too yeah and i think the internet would, would agree with you yeah all right if i had to choose this is tough, man. This is really tough. It's like when people ask you what your favorite band is, I, I, I want to tell them to fuck off. That was, like I still like don't even know if I love my answer. Yeah, right? so. who, who, who's your Good favorite luck. band? I want to be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> let's see. Um, headlining, because I've never seen them, and they're one of my favorite bands. It would have to be um, Dying Fetus. Oh, yeah, okay. Cool. Um, that would be my favorite right now. and that like That's who I would want to see as a headliner. I'm pretty sure that's who it would be. Um, yeah, so I'll put that on there. And then supporting acts, right? Um, can I do in no particular order? Yeah, Okay. Black Dahlia Murder, it just has to be in there, of right? Of course, yeah. I, and I, dude, I've seen him like 10 times, but it's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, also... I, I'm kind of I'm com- kind of coming from like who I'd want to see versus like who I have seen, yeah. who I really want to see, um, Bolt Thrower. I want to get Bolt Thrower in there. Yeah, a good classic death metal-y band. Um, so Dying Fetus, Black Dolly Murder, Bolt Thrower. Um, also one that I think is I've never seen, and I think is a very monumental band that has changed the landscape of music. Necrophagist. Oh yeah, fuck! That was a really good one. I right. Said that. Okay. <laughs> so that's four. So necrophages for sure, right? Because I mean, that dude. When all of us heard that, we were like, "How? What? Like, yeah. what the fuck?" It was like, listen to that band was a screech moment. Like, all right, yeah. hold on, yeah, dude, disruption. And I've heard the reason that they don't, because they don't make music anymore. I don't, I don't think. think so. And I, I think don't it's because he's like a the guy that writes all the music. He's a like an architect or something. Muhammad. Is that his name? Muhammad, yeah. I don't even know if he has like a first name or last. I don't know. what. It, I think it's just a stage name or something. Yeah, he does vocals too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember watching them in a live video. I was like, well, he's like, holy smokes. Yeah, that's crazy. Nuts. Amazing, yeah, very tough. Um, But I have to round it out, dude. I have to round it out. And you know who I'm going to round it out with? And this is going to throw everybody for a loop. Because I'm an 80s, like, nerd, dude. Kiss. No, no, <laughs> no. Dude, I want to see, I want to see, um, Rat. <laughs> wow. Dude, I want to okay. see Rat. So, Warren D. Martini is like one of my favorite guitarists. Yeah. And, um, you know, th- that would be the weirdest, this would be the weirdest group of people to have together, but that's who I want to see. <laughs> okay, so, it was, uh. It's Dying Fetus. Dying Fetus, Black Dolly. Black Dolly uh, Murder. Um, Bolt Thrower. Bolt Thrower. Necrophagist okay, and, rat. and Rat. Yep, wow. that's who it would be for me, right? At least right now. The thing is, though, this is a good question to answer over the years, right? Yeah, 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 for right? sure. Because this stuff changes. You asked me like a year ago, it probably would have been like periphery, you know, yeah. um, you know, like Cannibal Corpse. Like I keep, I always go back to Cannibal Corpse and Suffocation because they're just like the quintessential dudes that yeah. got me into heavy music, you know? Big time. Morbid Angel. 
Yeah, like, that'd be a good one. Behemoth. So. Those. Oh, yeah. damn it. Yeah. I, w- I was trying to think of like massive sound when I was thinking of mine. And like I've seen of the bands I saw on my list, I've seen them at like big shows and small shows. Yeah. And I just saw that Knocked Loose, Knocked Loose played at um, Coachella. Damn. And then they played, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. And then they played like these Australian festivals and it was just insane. Oh. They're just like this hardcore band. They sounded so good. Dude. Yeah. Dude, Behemoth, man, is the loudest sound I've heard come out of four people. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think they advertised like three. Like all their old albums, they only had three, but they always had a backup guitarist. Yeah. His name was Seth. Um, and, uh, but I, I remember, I think I saw him on a Gigantour. And I remember, I, I think I like knew who were, who they were. This was years ago. And they get up there and I'm just like, yeah, if you don't know who they were and you saw them, you're like in for a real treat. Dude. And then I left there just like, I think I believed in, I, I think I was a believer <laughs> in Christ. And when I left, I was like, no, man, no way. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <sighs> uh, but yeah, so that that's also a good one. All right, guys, who's ready to chill? And I don't mean hang out because I'm talking about cold exposure therapy. Have you wanted to experience the benefits of cold plunges but couldn't afford expensive tubs or barrels? Yeah, me neither. I don't make that kind of money. Welp, New Recover has the solution for you in their portable insulated immersion tub. I use mine every morning for a quick dopamine spike that keeps me feeling great all day. This immunity-boosting and blood pressure-lowering therapy can be yours for just $99. That's nothing for these types of tubs. And better yet, if you use the code FAZE20, you'll get a full 20% off your collapsible, portable, cold immersion tub. Go check out New Recover, link in the show notes below, and use the code FAZE20 at checkout today. Um, but what what about you guys? Top five, uh, top five festival lineup i want to hear from you in the comments let's go yeah make me switch my answer again. yeah yeah <laughs> you know give me a coffee cup and be like change my mind yeah <laughs> so. okay um dude it's time to it's time to check out some some riffers and some shredders dude yeah so I, we've been getting a lot of positive feedback <clears throat> the thing is just getting the word out people like when i engage them about hey man you mind if we put us put you on our thumbnail for our video or hey you want to get featured they're like absolutely dude what yeah. do i need to do so Guys, send us your favorite riffers, shredders. We're featuring them on the podcast, and then we give them some cr- some um, credits out there, some shout-outs, and then, um, you know, just bringing the guitar community together. So um, that's my little – that's my um, – and world peace. Yeah, and sometimes it really helps, like, the way the algorithm works on Instagram. Like, send us one that's, I don't know, a little more direct to, like, what we're looking for. And I feel like when I start scrolling, I find even better ones. Yeah. It's hard to like get that momentum going. It I'm is going through these because I'm, I'm like trying to curate my stuff, and it's like, yeah, ah, maybe you do want to just want to look at this puppy that's like yeah. stuck in a piece of bread. Like, oh, you shoot, know? I was supposed to look at guitarists for an hour. Do it. All right, let's pull up some um, riffmeisters here. All right, boom. Let's see what we got. Oh, these are some you sent. Yeah. Oh, dude, two. let's check out this. Uh, let's check out this. Um. This Solar one with a telly, dude. Mm-hmm. So this is from a user called Chili Toy. Um, rocking a Solar telly. I can't remember what the actual model number yeah. is. But um, 
obviously with with aftermarket pickups. The guitar so, looks thick, like the body of it. It does, it does. And I thought th- Solars were like known to be pretty thin, but mm-hmm. granted, I've never personally played one. So yeah. Um. All right. So this is Chili. What was it Chili Toy? Chili Toy. Yeah. Remind me of honestly, it's making me think Gojira now. Yeah, Gojira, I'm getting Converge vibes. Yeah, dude, this is fantastic. Though, does he have those bare knuckles? It looks like bare knuckles. Yeah, they're definitely aftermarket. I think they call it Blackhawks. Dude, I really respect this because we we've been featuring like a lot of like open prog riffs. This is pretty like this has got th- some some thrashiness to it, man. Yeah, I just really like this tone. Oh, yeah, he's got it, dude. He's got a gate yeah. on that, dude. Yeah, and he's got yeah. He's got <laughs> he's got a gate on that, dude. And he has the advertorial. This whole thing just looks really cool. What are your thoughts on Solars? I've never played one. I mean, they look okay. Yeah. I kind of never been into the fret marker. That's the only thing for me too. I wish they just had like shark fin inlays or something, right? Yeah. Like those are like coming back again. Like that's Jackson getting really popular again. Yeah. I mean, but, I'm not. I'm not against dots either. No. You know, some people hate dots, but I'm. I like dot inlays. All of my guitars are just dots. Um, all right, so this guy, Chili Toy, fantastic work. I'm buying a Solar guitar now. <laughs> with an, an Evertune? Yes, with an Evertune. Okay, great work. Um, I really want one, and I am astounded by how they can just pump new models out, like, daily, dude. Oh, really? Dude. I'm not super familiar with it. I've just seen, like, the um, like the RG-looking ones. No, dude, you, like, well, I'd say they have a couple different body styles, mm-hmm. but they whip out like new um, finishes, new pickup configurations, new uh, bridge setups, like it's nothing, dude. Yeah. Granted, they're an online guitar retailer. I get it. That's what they do. They don't have a brick and mortar shop that they need to sustain. And that's kind of like their model. They have, dude, they make a trillion different guitars, man. Oh. I don't know how much they make and how much they keep on stock or in, in their inventory. Yeah. But yeah, that's like their thing. I'm cu- I was curious if they actually manufacture them. If it's like these, um, I think even one of these videos, this guy has a Balaguer guitar, which are, like their headquarters is in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. It's in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. But, like you can go on there and make any configuration of a guitar you want and get it ordered. But I think they're um, like to actually piece them together in like Korea or something. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, a lot of a lot of brands do that. And and like th- yeah. like Jackson, for instance, like based off their line, like the X series or the JS series, stuff like that. May, sometimes it goes by series that like, like their their concept series. They're all made in Korea. Oh, uh, okay. Which which yeah. is pretty good because and they come with original Floyd Roses. They're all great. They're I think they're they're actually priced okay. And then you have like the JS series, which are pretty cheap. A lot of those are made in like China and Indonesia. And I mean, you could say what you want about where they're made, you yeah. know, but um, that's just that's the thick of it. It's, yeah, it's labor costs really. But if you're a really good player, it's also and you know how to maintain your stuff. Yeah. Right? As long as you don't get a bad thing to start with. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people like the Ibanez, like Japanese variants. Oh, dude. That's yeah, that's why the Genesis is the yeah. world's greatest guitar, because you can get a <laughs> Japanese-made guitar for yeah. under $1,000. All right. This is, um, 
what is this? Ville? Villa? Ville Tikkanen. Tikkanen? Ville Tikkanen. Let's check this guy out. Um, I see him a lot on Instagram. On the gram. Here we go. And I think most of his stuff is like this. It's real dry sounding and it's just him playing. Not oversaturated, not over distorted. Not a lot of overdrive. Yeah, it sounds like there's a tight gate. (laughs) And I think it's is that a mayonnaise? Which is like one of the most beautiful guitar manufacturers there are. Nice. I'm sure that thing's custom too. What pickups are we looking at here? Are they just like JBs? I can't tell. Dude, I'm this guy's got flavor. Lots of lots of scratching, open stuff. Perfect tone, yeah. dude. Ooh, with the A little rake. The yep. That's like again, Ooh. that's like Gojira does that too. Yeah, dude. Just like I feel like they started that. I feel like there's a that's an art, dude, to be it's able all, to do that like perfectly. That's all any band is doing is ripping off Mashuga and Gojira. Alright, so that was Vile Takanen. Fantastic work. Um, yeah. So now we're gonna get to the, the real rippers, dude. We're gonna oh, yeah. get to the Shredmeisters, alright? Um, let's check it out. Here we go. Um, this first guy, you know, I want to bring him about. He is uh we've actually talked on Instagram a couple times. He's really he's like a he's a creator out there. I'm not really sure his music background, but he plays yeah. this fantastic, beautiful Kiesel. Yeah. Um it's green. It's got it's got I think it's got like a flame roasted maple neck or something. Maybe with like some bird's eye. I don't know. But it looks fantastic. But this guy is awesome. Shreds. And I think he was actually chosen to be in the um Jared Dine's shred collab. Is that where you like the latest one? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um I think he was actually voted in by like the viewers. Ooh, um okay. so let's check him out. Um this is Jesse Michael. Uh let's check it here. I'm always trying to figure out like what mode they're using through. Yeah. Beats me, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's like Dorian or some sort of lady. I like this because it's more than just sweeping. Yeah. You know? Like there is a lot of, lot of sweeping, but he's doing like a two. He's like doing two string runs, yeah, back and forth. And then also, as I'm looking at the playing, I'm just looking at how fucking cool the guitar looks. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's very like just, eye catching. Just green glitter. Yeah, you know. Now, but this guy rips. He does. He and I mean, I'm obviously like super curious about Kiesel's mm-hmm. because they seem to have they seem to have hit that market of like the really the new wave. Yeah. metal dudes and it seems they it seems like a well-built product and it seems like they make a lot of different things and it seemed like when they first came out too they were giving a lot of um artist series ones or they're doing a lot of custom shop ones yeah so like born of osiris i've seen like they all play them and they're all these like they have they use the headless ones yeah yeah and then mark akubo from vela maya has a few as well Oh, does he yeah and oh, they're all man. sick looking too and they're all just like Almost like very plain, no frills. So I like really kind of grab yeah, that towards like my thing too. Yeah, I like I just don't like, need a lot of buttons. No, nope. I mean like this is so cool looking. That's kind of the opposite because it has like that paint job and everything. But 
I love just a simple looking guitar that has like not much going on. Yeah, yeah. I I, I makes it a little scarier to look at. In a way. I mean, I really like if I if you told me like a, I had a dream guitar, it would be like probably black and white. Honestly, yeah, black and white with just the simplest Floyd, one knob, one pickup. Yeah, let's go, dude. Yeah, that Jake Bowen one is oh. definitely something that I could see myself buying if I had. All right, X amount of dollars to. Cough you up. do. You have a master's degree now. You're oh, that's right. Yeah, they yeah. pay you. Once that's right. You once you get it, so yeah. Yeah. In fact, I'm gonna need some of that. I'm gonna need that money back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for putting me through school. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. This guy, this is that one dude that did that me- uh, medley with oh, all yeah. those different artists, and he yep. like knocks it out of the park. Man. Yeah, it's all like, just one big. Piece it's of music. all legit. This would take me two years to try and get right. Um, this is Charlie Paradiriego. Woo! He's I know he's Spanish speaking. Um, I think he's from Spain. I'm pretty sure. He's got a nice dime bag haircut um, too. Yeah, I mean nothing but the best for this guy. Dude. Yeah. This so cool. uh, let's check him out. Twelve shredders, one track. Dude, when he did Jakey Lee, I was yeah. like, dang. He did Ying Lee too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Here we go. Michelangelo Badio. Ying Bay does a lot of those, like, Neapolitan. Oh, sweet There we go. Yeah. I think he does Alexi, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. His, like, on, fingers even look like Alexi. I know, dude. Dude. Like, <laughs> He should have put on, like, uh, nail polish. For dude, one more time. Muchas gracias. Thanks for watching. Thank you. Dude, this is a professional. Like, he can just do this. This is what you call the quintessential fretboard fluency right here. Yes. I didn't know Kiko Luero had a style, so that, that, there we go. This is, do you remember the Michelangelo Badio, the guy that had like two guitars and he was like doing that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Very legit. Man, that, that was so cool at the end there. Very legit, dude. Um, Some sexy Top dog playing. and top dog. Yeah. Top dog. Dude. Rips. That's probably my most favorite one I've seen in a while. Yeah, that was a good one, right? Yeah. Especially when you can emulate like a bunch of players. It's like it's kind of like those dudes that can do impressions that sound like exactly like yeah. you know, like Frank Caliendo and stuff. Like these dudes, like dude, like no one will ever ever sound like. I remember when we were learning music as a kid. You will, no matter how hard you try, you will never sound like Eddie Van Halen. No matter yeah. how you try, you will never sound like X Y Z. Yeah, and so. That's why I think it's important for guitarists to like actually break away from trying to be other guitarists. Yeah. Like that's why it's important to make your own sound because you're just not going to get, you're just not, it's not, you don't have the hands of that person or the mind. Yeah. Play it, have fun with it, try and get it as close as you can. But the thing is don't stake your, like your ability on how you can play freaking like eruption. You know what I'm saying? And I've noticed that like, you know, previous years when I like wanted to be in bands and stuff. Yeah. That was like one thing that I just never agreed with is like, Oh, we're trying to sound like this or this. And I'm like, well then why, 
that okay. already exists. Like, we'll just be a cover band. That you know, right. what I mean? that sounds good. Let's just play their songs, I guess, and then that's because it, that happens right? in metal, dude. Like, you'll get these like, you know, I like I like as Blood Runs Black, but there's there's like I feel like there's four of them. Oh you know? yeah, especially around like the mid two thousands when that band came that, out. There's so many then? that were just doing that, which like at that time it was cool because yeah. it was like edgy and whatever. Right. You you just get whatever you get your hands on, but. Um, but yeah. no, I'm I'm with you on that. Like you gotta innovation. Like you said, people are afraid of innovation. It's also so. extremely difficult. It's so saturated, and there's all of this, which is amazing. There's all these incredible players out there. There's new bands every day. It's very hard to just be a step above the rest. So very when true. you find it, I mean, you get to be, you get to be the five bands I listed for my festival. So. Yeah, I know. Maybe 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 you too can become <laughs> one of our five, um, you know, metal festival bands. Maybe keep trying, kids. Yeah. Um, but that. Pretty much wraps it up, dudes. Um, make sure you uh, follow the podcast on Spotify and everywhere we put it. We, I, I'm trying to put it everywhere. Um, subscribe on YouTube. Please subscribe below if you haven't already. And then um, follow us on socials at Phase Splitter Pod for Instagram. I'm at Nick Axe Guitar. I'm at Matthew Monty. Follow us or else. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, thanks for stopping in, guys. We really appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Um, and start sending us questions and sending us um, guitarists, okay? Um, that's about it. Yep. Yeah? Sounds great. All right. Later, dudes.